Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome aboard Hour 2 of RM World Travel, everyone. We're just past 11 a.m. Eastern Time here in the New York City area. I'm Robert Carey. And Mary and I and Rudy appreciate you being here with us as we cover everything and anything in the world of travel. Daniel Martinez from the National Park Service is holding patiently for us from Honolulu. Uh, he's on the show hotline right now. Uh, we're going to talk Pearl Harbor as we prepare for Veterans Day on Monday. So to get to him as quickly as we can, let's go ahead and do the rundown, Mary, and then we'll have Bobby patch in, Daniel. All right. Coming up in a few minutes, we'll talk modern manners, travel etiquette, and surviving the upcoming holiday travel season with Diane Gotsman. Show friends Anne and Mike Howard, a married couple who haven't ended their honeymoon seven years and still going strong, return to the program today for our latest Right Stuff segment. They're going to discuss trekking 73,000 miles around North America for their new book on glamping. And we'll wrap today's broadcast with an update on the flu season and talk ways to stay healthy healthy when you travel with Phyllis Kazarski from the CDC. But right now, let's get straight to Honolulu and welcome in Daniel Martinez, the chief historian for the National Park Service at Pearl Harbor. Welcome to RM World Travel, Daniel. I just checked the weather. It is a gorgeous 72 degrees. I uh, looked at the next uh, seven days. You're going to be 85 and 70. That's our kind of weather. So thanks for getting up so early and joining us today. Well, aloha from Hawaii, and that's average weather here. But I can't see the weather because it's still dark here. Well, uh, listen, yeah. dark and warm, that's all right. Yes, though, aloha. Again, right. thank you for joining us. So as we prepare My and start pleasure. thinking about uh, Veterans Day this Monday, I, you know, you, obviously we don't have to tell you, the three of us have been, you live in a beautiful area of the world, but I think a visit to Pearl Harbor really does still show the scars that remain in that area of the world. And with the reopening of the USS Arizona Memorial just back in September after a $2 million project uh, to secure it again for visitors, it is one of the top destinations for travelers to Hawaii. So, Daniel, tell us why you think it's so important to visit this site. Well, I think that, you know, in this, this, this era of uh, us losing our World War II veterans, it becomes more important that that, that legacy of honoring what happened aboard the USS Arizona really reflects the loss of life on December 7, 1941, and the opening of the Pacific War. So this is a touchstone of American history and world history. And it had always been the thought of, of Alfred Price, who designed the USS Arizona Memorial uh, <clears throat> prior to 1962 when it was inaugurally opened on Memorial Day, that it would be a place where Americans and Japanese someday would meet in peace to remember a day of war. Well, I think that's probably pretty true, uh, yeah. and and certainly when you go there, it is so, it because it, it's a memorial, it's quiet and somber, but, you know, Daniel, Mary and I, we have visited Pearl Harbor several times. Uh, a few years ago, we brought our sons, and spending the day at the Arizona Memorial, or the USS Bofin that's there, or experiencing 
the USS Missouri, the ship where the Japanese right. surrendered, and it's anchored, I believe, where the USS Oklahoma was during the attacks on December 7th. It's such That's a correct. memorable and moving experience. So I'm really curious. 78 years have passed since that terrible morning, uh, Sunday mm -hmm. morning at 7.55 a.m. Do you find that many visitors that come today, do they know the full history? Or sadly, Daniel, might too many be interested in that selfie or Instagram moment rather than honoring the history and those that still rest in the waters? Well, I think that there's an, always a danger of that, but that's our job. The National Park Service and all the great people I work with, park rangers and our association staff, we're all dedicated to making sure that this is a reverent experience. Um, going to the memorial, first of all, you're hosted at the Pearl Harbor Visitor Center, which is you know, a seven-acre complex of the National Park Service. Um, you know, in 2010, built a new visitor center in order to, uh, to accommodate the needs of the visitor so that they could understand the story. And our museum, which is a two-part museum, is what I worked on with my colleagues for, oh my God, five years, is an interpretive story that takes young people today, uh, those of us that were born after World War II and those that are you know, being born in this, this new millennium, uh, we have the opportunity to tell that story vividly for them. And before they go out to the memorial, after the museum experience, and when they go to the theater, that's the first leg of the, the uh, visit to the USS Arizona Memorial, uh, they see a film that's about 21 minutes, and that was part of my work with uh, Bob Chenoweth, who was a museum curator at the time, to have an orientation film for those that didn't know the story and didn't know why this place was so important. And we have a strong feeling that film uh, does that, and there's no doubt where they're going and what they're going to see and hopefully what they're going to experience. So not only is it you know, important for Americans to understand that story, but it's also important for our foreign visitors to understand why this story is still so important to us today. Daniel, Rudy Maxa here. Um, do you have some advice for visitors? What days would be the least crowded to visit, and should you come first thing in the morning or middle of the afternoon or toward the end of the day? Well, there's a couple of things you've got to keep in mind. It's the most visited site in Hawaii. So obviously, uh, visitors have that high on their list especially when they're here in Honolulu to visit the USS Arizona Memorial. Um, many people feel and have told me, my gosh, when we were closed, it, it was the one thing that was, uh, you know, top of their list to visit and so disappointed they couldn't do that. And that, you know, during that time that we were shut down, that was that 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 kind of feeling was, you know, certainly a high on, on our list of making sure we weren't disappointing people and to try to get that done as soon as possible. But, but, to Dan it, but Daniel, to Rudy's point, I think the boats to the uh, Arizona Memorial, they, they stop running early in the after, kind of mid-afternoon, don't they? Yes, they do. And, and getting back to your, your point exactly is that um, there are tickets that are available online and are limited, and you can, you can get those tickets ahead, and, and, uh, and you can go to the website and get more information. But generally, visitors come early in the morning. If they don't have tickets, their tickets are free, and so they can get in line and get the ticket of opportunity okay. for that day. We have 4,500 tickets, 
So you, those tickets go very, very quickly during and, and the And I think that's really important. Yeah. Everyone needs to know. Daniel, listen, we really appreciate the time with you. Uh, thank you very okay. much for joining us. Yeah, and we look forward to connecting with you at some point in the future, okay? I'd love to talk right, with a, you again. Have a great day. Thanks very much. Thank you. Okay, and uh, that website is actually pearlharbor.org, and you can go there and get all all kinds of information there. It's a, it's an experience. I mean, uh, and and I really mean for the history standpoint. I know Rudy, you've been there. Mary and I've been yeah. there. Have, yes. uh, it's, a, it's a must-do place. All right. Well, there's that music. It is time for us to take a quick sponsors break, and when we return, Diane Gottsman will join us to talk modern manners and travel etiquette. Stay with us. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Cabbage is the fast and flexible way to access funds for your small business. It takes just a few minutes to apply online for a line of credit and get a quick decision. If your business qualifies, you can access the amount you need now up to $250,000, and you only pay for what you use. Now there's a faster, more flexible way to fund your business, cabbage.com. That's K-A-B-B-A-G-E.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Credit lines are subject to review and change. Individual requests for capital or separate installment loans issued by Celtic Bank, member FDIC. Computer systems and cars are the new normal, from electronically controlled transmissions to touchscreen displays to dozens of sensors. But all this advanced tech is expensive to fix if and when it breaks. That's why you need CarShield. CarShield has affordable protection plans that can save you thousands for a covered repair, including computers, GPS electronics, and more. Get covered by CarShield today. Call 800-CAR-6000 and mention code RM or visit carshield.com and use code RM to save 10%. Or visit rmworldtravel.com for more info. A deductible may apply. Mike Lindell and the MyPillow team asked us to say thanks for the way our audience has responded because you're buying an awful lot of their great products. And if you haven't heard, they've got some super deals right now on their MyPillows, their Soft Giza Dream Sheets, the Mattress Topper, and more. MyPillows are machine washable, made in the USA, and include a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Their popular buy one, get one free premium MyPillow deal is going on right now. Just head to MyPillow.com under radio specials and use the promo code RM or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Robert here to share that Mary and I, as well as Rudy, are true believers in the importance of travel insurance. It's affordable and protects in so many ways. There are some things in life you just shouldn't do without, like visiting Paris and not experiencing the Eiffel Tower. And something else we encourage is Travel Guard travel insurance. Coverage includes many items such as trip cancellation or interruption, medical expenses and evacuation, and more. Wherever your next trip takes you, get the coverage you should have at TravelGuard.com, or you'll also find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. All right, let's get back to more of our World Travel get-together. Thanks for staying with Mary and me through those important sponsor messages. And this portion of the program is made possible by Travel Guard Travel Insurance. Are you the type of traveler who thinks, oh, it'll never happen to me? Well, unfortunately, the reality is you never know when it comes to emergency situations when you travel. If you're planning a vacation or an important trip, don't put your investment or well-being at risk. Travel insurance from Travel Guard is affordable, and it gives you protection in a lot of ways. Don't get stuck wishing you had done this. It's simple. It's easy. So whether 
Whether your next trip is a solo adventure, family vacation, long or short getaway, get the coverage you should have at TravelGuard.com. You'll also find a link at RMWorldTravel.com under Sponsors. Okay, the countdown is on as the busy holiday travel season is coming fast, and we all know what that means. More travelers on the move with the push to get there heightened. Diane Gutzman is a respected national etiquette expert and author of Modern Etiquette for a Better Life, as well as the founder of the Protocol School of Texas. So who better to discuss modern manners and holiday travel? Let's get right to that show hotline. Hello, Diane. Nice to meet you, Lex. Electronically, appreciate having you back on the show. Mary and I thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. I'm looking forward to it. Well, candidly, Diane, listen, we could probably have you on this program monthly as there's a definite need for better manners, treating people like we all want to be treated, and accepting that when we travel, we're actually ambassadors for our communities and families. So we've all heard the cliche that a little kindness goes a long way. It's a fact, at least I feel it is, and important to keep in mind when we all travel. Wouldn't you agree? I absolutely agree because, you know, travel is stressful, as we all know. So we really have to ramp up our, our courtesy. Agree. So I, I want to talk about airports. I can't tell you, Diane, how many times Robert and I travel through an airport, really all year round, but I can see this even more so during that busy holiday season. And you see certain passengers absolutely losing it with gate agents, baggage claim reps, other airline personnel. And I have to wonder... Do they really think that that type of behavior is going to work? And there's a part of me that thinks it might actually do the opposite. What do you think? Well, I agree. You know, again, we're always stressed when we travel because there's so many things to think about. But at the same time, you know, we have to be mindful of that. And if we know that we're about to enter into that kind of situation, we have to check our, you know, check ourselves at the door. So it's not going to help if we're screaming at the counter rep or the curb service uh, attendant or even a fellow passenger. It's just going to, uh, it's going to work as the opposite. and It's going to put other people in a situation where they want to become confrontational as well. Well, that's true. And, and a couple yeah. things, that, a couple situations I can remember when you see this uh, person, Mary, I'm thinking about who had a young child who's looking at his father and, and his father is going bizarre. There's yeah. just no need for this whatsoever. But all right, on a, on a separate item. Uh, we'll stay with this a little bit before we get into the holiday travel component. You know, Mary and I, we live here in the New York City area, and we're often humored, frankly, Diane, when we travel, uh, when someone learns about where we're from because they expect us to be rude or obnoxious or high and mighty or I'm sure many other adjectives <laughs> we can think of. You know, and we're not. I mean, it's just, but, you know, uh, we just encountered something like this when we were, did a live remote of this show down in Alabama from the Lodge at Gulf State Park at the end of September. So I want to ask you, do you think that much of the bad behavior and the poor manners that we have or encounter, it's because our society today, it's so quick to judge and make snap decisions. I think there's some of that. Um, you know, unfortunately, there's some of that that goes across life. You know, there are stereotypes. There's a stereotype to an etiquette person, right? You know, stuffy and a little bit affected. Mm-hmm. So in terms of, you know, where you're from and do they judge you based on your location, perhaps. But I think that what we all can do is do our best and that will prove them, you know, that will prove them wrong, but in a positive way. So, you know, I think that we shouldn't look for, look for problems. Um, but certainly if we know, you know, we have to think, you know, your mannerisms may be a little bit more abrupt than somebody else's in another uh, city. Or they may, be, uh, they may be milder than most. So I think it's a person-by-person person basis. And we do our best. To all of us, we as in all of us, do our best to uh, put others at ease. And that's what etiquette is all about, putting others at ease. 
Diane, in less than three weeks, we're all going to celebrate Thanksgiving, and I can't believe I'm saying it, but Christmas is just over six <laughs> weeks away. It has come quickly. Uh, it really has. This means many of us will be out on uh, traveling and spending time with family and friends, and sometimes as much as we try, the best in us doesn't always come out. So what do you suggest for our listeners and for all of us as ways to survive or maybe even enjoy the holidays when we're traveling to see family or friends or conversely when they're coming to us? Exactly. Well, you know, when we are with our family, sometimes we let our guard down because we think that we can be, um, we can be free to be me, in other words. But, you know, we, we often revert back to our childhood uh, relationships, and it might be some sibling rivalries. It also might be that we feel like we don't have to put uh, any filters on what we want to say, whether it's about politics, and that's a big no, you know, our, our relationships, whatever it is. So I think that, again, it's all about prepare in advance. You know, just make sure that you are bringing your best to the holiday table and make conversation, but make memories, make positive memories, not, you know, not memories that they're going to say, oh, gosh, I, I don't want to do this again. All good information that I'm hearing right now. I'm thinking about this. You know, if you're the host this holiday season, instead of being a guest and you have others traveling to you, I'd love to hear your suggestions on how to be a manly host. Something that I say when, you know, Mary and I next year will celebrate 25 years being married. We've known each other right now about 26 years. And, you know, when I first went to my mother and father-in-law's, they lived in Florida at the time. I, something that sticks with me is Tropicana orange juice. My father-in-law <laughs> went out and buy. I didn't drink orange juice because he knew I liked it or he got certain favorite Italian foods that I liked. It just was very welcoming. But what do you suggest, you know, on ways to be a mannerly host? You know, I think that it's our goal to be a mannerly host and a gracious guest. And there are rules that go along with each one of them. And to be a mannerly host, it means thinking about your guest's comfort. And so, Plan in advance. Ask them if there's any dietary restrictions so you don't make um, a, something that has nuts in it and they are severely allergic or their children are allergic. And, you know, make sure that there's a Wi-Fi. Uh, the Wi-Fi passcode is put on their dresser so they can use it and they don't have to ask for things. The toiletries in the guest bedroom should be completely stocked. And don't make them dig around for extra, you know, these are simple tips, but don't make them dig around for an extra roll of toilet paper. Um, you know, have breakfast foods out, but also give them some ideas on where there's some great delis and some, some points of interest and send them on their way because they probably would like to spend a little time on their own as well. Yeah, too but much together. so many right. things I could go on. I could That's go very on true. Time, but the whole goal is yeah. to make your guests comfortable. And as a guest, it's your role to be invited back so you don't show up with extra, you know, a plus one or right. too much luggage and don't leave your towels on the floor. Right. You know, there's just so many things that we, little tiny details that make a big difference when you are sharing a space with others. So, Diane, my last question for you today, and there will be many people who will be staying in hotels this holiday season, and I... <laughs> Uh, I'm really passionate about etiquette in hotels. There are certainly a range of hotel options and properties out there, but I think regardless of where people are staying, there's an expectation of guest behavior at a hotel. One of my pet peeves is if the hotel has a pool and people are getting out of the pool and walking back to their rooms barefoot in the elevators. Yeah, or do down not like it that. drives me nuts because I just don't think it's hygienic. That's me. But I think there's some basic hotel guest yeah, etiquette. I don't, I don't like noisy guests. And Robert <laughs> doesn't like noisy guests. What do you say? 
I'm with you, Mary. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it, you won't have to dig far if you look at some of the things that I write about. And I talk about barefoot. And that means in the airplane. That means in a hotel lobby. Anywhere other than at the pool itself. So I think that you need to keep your shoes on. Um, we, again, we're in a public domain, even though we have our own room at a hotel. So we're courteous to fellow guests. So you keep the noise level down. You treat the property and you treat all of the furniture as if it's your own. So you're respectful. And, you know, one of the things that we often overlook, but not intentionally, is gratuity. And the housekeepers are often overlooked. Mm. So you tip them daily, not weekly, or not at the end of your stay if it's two or three days. Well, because you could have a different housekeeper at that point. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. great point. Great point. Yeah, these absolutely. Are. Well, uh, listen, everyone listening right now, we've all uh, hopefully improved our holiday etiquette a bit. If you'd like to take Diane's online holiday etiquette e-course, and it's called, I love the title of this, Surviving the Holidays with the Ultimate Holiday Etiquette Toolkit, just visit her website. It's diannegotsman.com, and that's G-O-T-T-S-M-A-N.com. Diane, I think we could have you on, as I said earlier, uh, more frequently because there's a lot to talk about, and uh, we'll have to look to do that in the new year, talk about things like etiquette on airlines, cruise ships, and other types of travel. So for right now, thank you very much for your time today. We really appreciated it. It was nice to catch up with you. My pleasure. Happy holidays. You as well. Thank you so much, Diane. All right, there goes Diane. Uh, yes, the etiquette. Uh, you don't like Mary getting on a plane and seeing a person take off their shoes and put it up there up the wall? I don't like public bare feet oh, now. It's disgusting. The whole thing. <laughs> uh, folks, oh. listen, we're going to end right now before we go any further. So it is time for us to pause for a few commercial messages from our sponsors. But Mary and I, we're coming right back with more RM World Travel as the show just rolls right along today. So listen to these sponsor messages, and we'll be right back. Today's edition of RM World Travel is coming right back. And you can also stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. When's the last time you refreshed your sock drawer? Well, if you can't remember, it's probably time for an upgrade. Bombas socks are made with comfort innovations like arch support, a seamless toe, and cushioned footbed. That's sock speak for super comfortable. Their new line of merino wool socks are made from warm, naturally moisture-wicking merino wool designed with all of Bombas' classic comfort features. Buy yours at bombas.com slash rm, and you're going to get 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash rm for 20% off, or as always, visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. Urgency can be your enemy when it comes to finding candidates that are truly meant for your business. That's why LinkedIn is the best place to post your job. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for. Things like collaboration, creativity, adaptability. LinkedIn.com slash RM looks beyond the work skills and puts your job post in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements perfectly. Visit LinkedIn.com slash RM. You can pay what you want and the first $50 is on them. LinkedIn.com slash RM or visit RMWorldTravel.com. Terms and conditions apply. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. So nice to be with you today. This portion of the program is sponsored by LifeLock with Norton Security. You know, there's a common assumption about identity theft. A lot of people believe it's just credit card fraud. But take it from us, a credit card fraud isn't the only form of identity theft out there. 
If you're just helping to protect your identity by monitoring your credit and checking your bank statements, you could miss some other forms of identity theft, like your information being sold on the dark web, someone getting an online payday loan in your name, or even someone changing your address without your authorization, which is why we say it's a good thing there's LifeLock. And if you've got a problem, one of their U.S.-based restoration specialists will work to fix it. Now, no one can stop every cyber threat or prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock with Norton can detect a wide range of threats that could sneak up on you. So give them a call, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or visit LifeLock.com and use the code RM, and you'll save 10% on your first year's membership. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com if you look under sponsors. Well, nearly eight years ago, Mike and Ann Howard decided to take the world's longest honeymoon. She was a magazine editor, he was a digital media expert and photographer, and they decided to launch a blog as they traveled. 56 countries, seven continents later, they're still at it, and they've got a new book that focuses squarely on the lure of glamping. The book is called Comfortably Wild, and it's in the spotlight today as part of our Right Stuff series. By the way, for this book, they travel about 850 days. Mike and Ann, you know, as I recall, we started talking about eight years ago when you set out in your quest. Uh, nice to have you back. Great to be back. Yeah, thanks for having us. You guys, uh, you guys, you, well, you didn't outlast the radio show, but I'm amazed you haven't. You may still. <laughs> Let's start today with the definition of glamping. What is glamping per se? So it actually was only a word that was added to the dictionary in 2016, and it's technically a mashup or a portmanteau of glamorous and camping. But we think that kind of sounds ridiculous, and to us it really is about, you know, outdoor accommodations that hit these these few characteristics that are key is you know being create being comfortable first of all this is not sitting on the ground anymore creative structures think about yurts and airstreams and domes um sustainability is a big piece of this treading lightly on the land engaging experiences is largely what this book is about it's connecting you to nature and doing truly interesting and unique things um and then inspiring proprietors the people behind these glamping destinations totally drove us it's see what a wild idea idea to you know share a special corner of the world with their guests this is comfortably wild is an oversized book with lots of illustrations gorgeous photographs and some places you probably can't even imagine ex exist i'm looking uh, uh it's it, and and I, I let me give you some of the chapter titles let me start with that before i tell you what i'm looking at um there's urban oasis uh i don't know what the plural plural of oasis is um, but that's so you're sort of near to a town, but you're still in the wild. Uh, there's the Wild West. There are fantastical. I like that title for a chapter. There's also those who inv that involve uh, sustainable tourism for conservation. Um, and I'm looking. I, so I turned to fantastical because I love that. And uh, the very first one is a is an ice uh, ice hotel, snow and ice carved suites in um, Quebec, Canada, outside of Quebec, uh, in the province of Quebec. You visited all these places, didn't you? Yep. We yeah. did our darndest and went to about 60 different places, which is why this took us almost three years to do. And a lot of, a lot of miles in our camper going between them. But we organized the book in, in chapters like that because originally we were thinking, okay, maybe we'll organize it by type of structure because when people think about glamping, they think, okay, either canvas tent or a dome or a treehouse. But then we realized that glamping, you know, partway through this journey, that it, it's so much deeper than just an Instagrammable structure, you know, a beautiful canvas tent with a glass of wine, and that it was about these different types of experiences. So we wanted people to open the book and say, yeah, like, I'm really interested in conservation, or I'm interested, I like the idea of glamping in motion, go to that chapter, and then 
you know, see these different types of glamping properties that are very unique and, and deep in their stories. And, and and a good way to summarize it, like the Cultivate chapter, it's a chance to, to experience farm stays and go eat, eat farm to table to harvest your own vegetables. Or go um, to the vineyard. You know, Mike alluded to the In Motion chapter where it's, it's glamping, where it's the journey to get between them, which is river rafting to beach camps or riding a covered wagon between your uh, your cowboy camps. I mean, there's the whole range. Well, thank you. I'm glad you. I was about to ask you what in motion means, but now I understand. Yeah, you couldn't have uh, categorized it by type of accommodations because where would you put helicopter cockpit? Exactly, yeah. exactly. When people like, it's about breaking the mold. I love the idea that like there's really no bounds to glamping as long as it's comfortable and in nature. Um, what, what are your? What's your favorite kind of glamping? Tough question. Yeah. I mean, we start. It's. It became very apparent that, like, when we're doing crazy volumes of research, we're like, who are the people behind this? If there wasn't an about us section on someone's website, we're like, if I don't, if you don't want me to know you, well, then I don't want to know you either. Like, it, it became about people who really put their heart on their sleeve and went out of their way. But it's all about engaging experience. Like, say a good example, you know, we, you know, like everyone, like food, but for us, it's it's never about just a fancy meal. An example for uh, Rancho Rock Creek is a good one where they have like. And incredible, like they're they're one of the fanciest places in the book. But they're not just like setting you down with a white tablecloth meal. It might be that you are, you know, riding a horse to a Dutch oven cookout, or you know, maybe they're doing cocktail hour where they set up, you know, a hot spiked hot chocolate by an ice skating rink. Where like, and it's not nothing. It's never in a dining room. Each night is a new adventure. Each breakfast could be something new. And there's this sort of incent, uh, sense of participation that I really love that Glamping has. Mike and Ann Howard's new book is called Comfortably Wild, and we're going to ask them to stay through uh, our commercial break and continue this conversation. You're listening to rmworldtravel.com. We're talking with Mike and Ann Howard. They've got a new book on glamping called Comfortably Wild. And when we come back, I'm going to ask them a little more about some of the different kinds of glamping that you'll encounter. Don't go away. We'll be right back. RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. We know our listeners are always curious to hear about new destinations. And Audible is another exciting way to explore the world just by listening. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks anywhere, covering every topic imaginable, including travel and adventure. In many ways, listening is a journey, a chance to escape and learn about new places. Find out for yourself with a free 30-day trial. Choose any audiobook you'd like absolutely free to get started. Just visit audible.com slash rm, or you can always visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors for a link. Gary, why aren't you outside enjoying the party? Uh, hey, Michelle, it's this heartburn. When it hits, it really hits hard. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it. I've had it. I'm going to kick acid with Rolaids. Rolaids Advanced goes to work instantly for powerful relief of your worst heartburn, bloating, and gas. Wow, you're packed fast. Yeah, I feel much better. Now this is a party. Kick acid and gas with Rolaids Advanced. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Hey, Todd, Liberty Mutual just saved me $782. $782. Liberty did what? what? Yeah, it's a lot of money. Maybe I should switch to Liberty Mutual. Visit us online to... Hey, stop echoing. Sorry. Visit us online to get a quote and you could save $782. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, Equal Housing Insurer. Unisom presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, 
Hey, Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. Because sleep equals dreams, and dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom sleep tabs, you get your dreams faster because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. GoToMeeting is the collaborative meeting tool trusted by over 18 million monthly users. But how do we make the concept of 18 million more real for you? Well, if you wanted to travel 18 million miles, you could go to the moon and back 36 times and still have a few miles left over for a detour. 18 million dollars could buy you 4.5 million non-fat iced lattes, which would keep you caffeinated from now until the end of your career. Or if you took 18 million standing desk breaks, well, you'd probably be in great shape. Visit GoToMeeting.com to learn why so many people trust us to help them get work done. Say hello to Casper, the sleep company with outrageously comfortable products that help everyone sleep and live better. With over 50,000 five-star reviews, it's the most loved and trusted sleep company. Go to Casper.com and use the code RM3 and you'll get $100 towards the purchase of select mattresses. That's Casper.com, code RM3, and get $100 towards the purchase of select mattresses. Or visit RMWorldTravel.com. Terms and conditions apply. See Casper.com slash terms. Customer experience and product reviews are based on Casper.com authorized retailer sites and Google. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back. We're in the middle of a conversation with Mike and Ann Howard, who have spent uh, eight years traveling around the world. They are what they call the world's longest honeymoon. Uh, they started traveling, and they just can't stop. And uh, they just published a new book called Comfortably Wild about the best glamping destinations in North America. Before we join, rejoin them, let me uh, tell you that this part of the program is sponsored by Canticocom slash RM. Well, Thanksgiving's in two weeks, and we're on to Christmas in about six weeks. Now, don't go through another holiday season taking closed-mouth photos while everyone else is grinning ear to ear. Getting your photo-ready smile begins right now, and it's easier than ever with clear aligners from CandidCo.com slash RM. Their aligners can help straighten your teeth faster than traditional wire braces, and what we like is an experienced orthodontist who's licensed in your individual state, creates a custom treatment plan, and shows you a 3D preview of how your teeth will look after you're done. These aligners are comfortable, removable, and completely invisible. And they ship to you so there's no hassle of going to an orthodontist's office, rearranging your schedule, and missing something important. Plus, they cost 65% less than braces. You're only one step away from getting a straighter, brighter, from getting straighter, brighter teeth. So get your photo-ready smile today by going to Candidco, Candid, C-A-N-D-I-D, Co, C-O, Candidco.com slash RM. You'll learn more. You'll also get $75 off if you put that RM at the end of Candidco.com. You'll also find the link at RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. As I said, we're in the middle of a conversation with Mike and Ann Howard, who took the world's longest honeymoon for eight, uh, they're still on it after eight years, and have just produced a book, which is part of our Right Stuff segment today, called Comfortably Wild. It's a look at the best glamping destinations in North America. Let's continue the conversation. I want to ask Mike and Anna, what are some of the more unusual places uh, they've discovered for glamping? Uh, one that comes to mind is Good Nights. It's in Alberta, Canada, and it's a medieval encampment, it, it, which means basically they are bringing you back to the 1400s and setting up a battlefield with trebuchets going and long, you know, longbow archery ranges and, 
So upon getting there, you choose from their costume closet if you're going to be a knight or a princess and kind of pick whatever fantasy. Now, let me put a big caveat. We are not like fantasy people. Like we went and be like, yeah, sure. Okay. Medieval <laughs> encampment. It was magical, partly because the couple that runs it are just like truly like, like historians on the topic. They know the medieval arts like hands down and then everyone gathers together no one is too cool for this everyone is smiling getting out there battling feasting together and the tents are stunning like it's it's actually done nothing that cheesy about that she's handmade the tapestries and the you know the throw pillows so it's uh it's quality needs just quirkiness this sounds and it sounds like it'd be great fun for kids but how, how many people can this place take i mean how many what sort of facilities they have for number what number of people i think they can, think they can sleep around 20 uh, they're actually building some like hobbit homes into the hillside, and they're building another encampment on the other side of the river, so they can have little trebuchet battles against each other. But um, yeah. yeah, we try to keep most of the properties in the book like really ten. 10 units to kind of always be keeping it intimate. It's not the one-off places. It's not like the Airbnb-style glamping or anything corporate about any of these places. They're very, you know, bespoke mom-and-pop shops. And what's with the helicopter helicopter cockpit? <laughs> that one's up at a place called Winvian up in Connecticut. And, you know, they're, they're kind of pushing the boundaries of the, of the term glamping, which we like. Uh, they actually have 18 different units uh, on their property, and they had 18 different architects one architect design, so one is like a golf cabin, which has a little mini mini golf course inside the cabin, and we stayed in that helicopter, which is actually, I think it's a... <laughs> a, uh, a 1960s Coast Guard yeah, Coast Guard shopper. helicopter. And That's your living room. Yeah. Was it comfortable? Was amazing. Was it comfortable? It was. It was. And That's a nice wet bar in there, and the bed was actually outside the helicopter, but you, we had dinner and drinks inside the helicopter. They built the cabin around the fact that they had this 1950s chopper, so it's inside of a cabin. I That's see. where you hang out and you play around in the cockpit. It's awesome. I see. Well, you, you have some advice uh, on what you should pack, your gear essentials and so on. Uh, do you have to pack anything special to go glamping? That's, that's the great thing is generally you should be able to just walk out of work and have, you know, a raincoat and a pair of sneakers and be ready to go. They make it. There's no, no setup. That is the difference with glamping. You do not need to pitch a tent. You do not need to, you know, fend for your, your meals. And um, it's, it's making it really easy. But there is a level of, like, how much do you want to flex your outdoorsman muscles here? Do you love the joy of, like, cooking on an open fire? Like, there are places where there, it's more DIY, particularly around meals, or places that it, it could be butler service. So um, choosing your level adventure is kind of you know what do you want out of the experience because it's it could be both and it's the price range uh um is it mike is a, we've only got about 15 seconds left is are the price ranges widely varied very widely we have places in the book as low as 35 dollars a night with breakfast and on up you know to the to the five star you know forbes five star lodges uh so yeah it is very varied and inclusive for everybody and and accessible and it's just so important that this day and age that we get off the computer screen, out in nature, and if glamping allows us to do that, you know, to us, that's something really special. Agreed. Mike and Ann Howard's new book's called Comfortably Wild. You can find more details by going to HoneyTrek.com, or you can get it on Amazon. We'll be right back. Join the Travel Trio by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. 
Merritt, I welcome you back. It's segment 10 of this week's two-hour RM World Travel broadcast. And if you missed any of the show today or you want to hear something again, you can always catch it later today or anytime as we archive the show in podcast format on our website. Before we check in with the CDC to get some thoughts on staying healthy during the holiday travel season, probably a good idea, a quick word about our sponsor, ButcherBox.com RM. Yeah, so we've been talking about them for a while now, and if you haven't yet taken advantage of some of their outstanding offers, I think this is a great time of the year to start. Uh, one of their best aspects is how convenient it is. A box of 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage-bred pork, and more get shipped right to your door. It doesn't get any easier than that. And with Thanksgiving just a few weeks off, if you're hosting, we all know things can get a little stressful. But right now, new customers can get a free turkey in their first box. How great is that? Oh, that's a nice little gift right there. Sure and folks, you know, just like their beef, their chicken, their pork, their salmon, their scallops, which are delicious, uh, and whatever else that they're going to order from them, your free turkey will have no added hormones or antibiotics ever. So get your free turkey plus $20 off your first box at butcherbox.com rm, or just find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. And now let's welcome back to the program. Phyllis Kazarski, who's an expert travel consultant for the CDC's Travelers Health Branch, as we discuss staying healthy during this holiday travel season. Phyllis, welcome back to the program. Mary and I always appreciate these CDC segments. Thanks very much. So, you know, let's kick things off talking about the flu. Uh, you know, many people are still getting their vaccines if they choose to do that. And I'd like to know if you have any early reporting that you might be able to share with us about what the flu season is looking like at this point, how it's shaping up. And if people are traveling during the flu season, vaccinated or not, I guess, what do you suggest as some key ways for prevention? Okay. Well, first of all, uh, it looks like the flu season is certainly beginning already. We're starting to see cases of flu, not only in the U.S., but uh, all over the temperate region of the world. It's not too late and it's not too early to get your flu shots, so everybody should have one who is greater than six months of age unless there is a medical contraindication. Few people really have medical contraindications, but speak to your doctors about that. Uh, there are several different kinds of flu shots, and depending on age or underlying illnesses would determine what kind you would get. You can hear my voice, perhaps. I don't have the flu. I don't think I have a cold, and it's cold season. And unfortunately, no matter what we do, we don't live in a bubble, and uh, these things happen, and I'm not on antibiotics. I'm trying to take care of myself with hydration and some decongestants. Well, uh, and I'm glad we're doing this over the phone line today versus <laughs> in person. So This is a good example of we all can get sick. So would you suggest, if, whether it's vaccine or not, that it's hand washing, and what else can you suggest or some good tips? Absolutely, and I think we tend to forget or we don't think about places where we pick up germs, like viral illnesses such as the cold. You know, we tend to think of germy places as being our bathrooms, but our kitchens are probably more germy. Anytime we put our hands on handrails, mm -hmm. they talk about TV remotes, even the hotel rooms, anything we do. I have grandchildren, and this time of year when they're in school or they're in daycare, they come home with colds all the time. So it's hard 
to prevent them. So the you, key is doing the best you can by hand washing. All right, you mentioned um, handrails. So in t a lot of people are going to be cruising this season, ocean and river cruising. Most recently we've seen on seaborne and on the waterways, they have the hand sanitizers dotted around the ship, particularly before you walk into the restaurant. Do the hand sanitizers work as well? Well, they also have, when you come back, you do the an excursion. The warm cloths. Yeah, those warm yeah. cloths, and they give you that, like, that lemony solution or something. Right. Yes, uh, these are all important, and those certainly the the hand dispensers are excellent. Uh, the alcohol in the either the liquid or the gel or the foam is very effective in getting rid of germs. Um, if your hands are physically dirty, it often won't get rid of that, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. You you know, soap and water is always best, but we always call it we when we were in a hospital. These dispensers are outside all the rooms now, and we call it foaming in and foaming out. Yeah, that's and that's right. what you do. You, mm -hmm. <laughs> you foam when you go in, and you foam when you go when out. You leave, too. And that's really yeah. a good idea. Yes, absolutely. Well, well, I think, you know, some of this is also there's some common sense, and also just being a good um, human being to your fellow human beings, in that, you know, if you are sick, don't shake my hand. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I happen to be like a touchy-feely person where I do like to, you know, touch, shake hands with people or pat people on the back and things. And, and if I'm sick, I'm not going to do that. Uh, you know, if you're going, if, if you can avoid traveling uh, or getting somebody sick, do that. I mean, if you, uh, I, so I think some of that's important. But the hand sanitizers are important. And it's just as you said, wash your hands and just be mindful of that. Uh, you know, there's a lot we could certainly talk about with you, Phyllis, for sure. We always appreciate these segments. So you gave us an update on the flu season. We are off and running on that at this point, and uh, hopefully it won't be too bad of a season. But we wish you a pleasant weekend. We thank you very much for your time, and we'll look forward to doing this again real soon, okay? Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for your time, Phyllis. Take care. All right, foam in and foam, foam out, Mary. Out. Very there we important are. to do it uh, on the way out. I hope Phyllis feels yeah. better, and uh, we had a few more things we wanted to talk with her about, so maybe we will look to have her back. I know we had that issue we want to talk about, about tainted alcohol, so we'll mm -hmm. see if we can get her back on sometime soon. Right now, though, it is time for us to say goodbye to all of you for this week. We're sorry to see the show end, but we do thank you for listening these past two hours. Special thanks to all of our guests who appeared on the show today with Mary and me and Rudy. Thanks to our show team, certainly, our network affiliates and sponsors, and to all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show wherever you may be headed this week stay safe and enjoy your travels you've been listening to your rm world travel connection america's number one travel radio show on the ssi radio network